Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode from my podcast, Not Your Average Joel. Uh, my name is Joel Vance, and before I tell you what our topic is about, I want to introduce you to my guest. So this is my friend, Anthony. Um, yeah. I've, I've known him for a couple, two or three months now. We met on this app called United Young. What United Young is, 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 a, is a Christian friendship slash dating app. Um, of course, we met on the friendship side, and uh, we got to know each other through uh through just chatting and just like understanding each other through like music and like our church experiences and stuff like that. So, um, and we are also in a group together, uh, like a group messaging, text messaging thing together called Brothers in Christ. And I have been enjoying that so far where we get to talk to each other and pray for one another and uh, good stuff like that. So, before we get into our topic, I would like for my friend Anthony to introduce himself, uh, tell us your name, where you're from, and uh, what you do for a living. Hey guys, my name is Anthony. Uh, I'm 21 years old. I'm from New Jersey, and uh, I'm, I'm an electrician. There you go. Yes, I have uh, a few family members that are electricians as well, so or have been electricians before, so so that's uh, awesome. Plus, I know it's a uh, definitely handy like it's a very useful job we definitely need electricians out there that's for sure <laughs> got to be careful though man you, you don't want to get zapped at all mm-hmm. <laughs> yes exactly yeah that there is a a little bit of a risk to it but it's definitely um well worth it i'm sure <laughs> yeah very worth it so yeah this is uh jersey meets bama episode today so it's definitely little bit different so Liza is definitely going to but at the same time we have a big connection on this topic so today our topic is going to be on emotions so emotions is like a a very like I don't know like a hush hush topic whenever it comes to men um, I feel like women have an easier time talking about this than men so I thought it would be awesome to have a fellow friend you know that's male that's a brother in Christ that um that we can talk about this topic because uh you know it's not not enough conversation is being brought up about this so I thought that um you know why not break that barrier so I think I'm going to start with my first question and uh I know my first question is going to come off uh like like it's a two part so in the first part maybe a pretty obvious answer so my first question is, uh, do you have times where you get emotional? And if so, are you the type that lets out your emotions? Or are you more the type that bottles things in? So there, I'm going to be honest with you, completely honest. So there's times where I do get emotional. And, you know, when, as, when we're called in Christ, we're we're not supposed to really react off of our emotions, but more in the spirit, you know? Mm 
because our our emotions will lead to things or us acting out in ways that we shouldn't like say how um god says don't go to bed angry you know sometimes you may be you may date somebody or talk to somebody at the time that may get you angry and you guys may go to sleep angry at each other but that's god didn't doesn't want people to go angry go people go to bed angry with each other so in that same sense you reacted off emotion we're not called to react off emotion we're called to react out of the spirit and that bible verse i'll find it for you uh, reacting off the spirit emotion because that is something that we tend to do as humans that this is a habit that we really should get out of because it's something that if we don't take control of it it'll control us and we should be led by the spirit you know amen to that yeah like i said i think yeah too often we fall into the the flesh of you know like wanting to have or having the emotion and then like wanting to react on it in the moment so that's definitely something that we need to work on yeah and that's i think it's colossians three fifteen. let me read it out loud for you guys colossians three fifteen. all right let the peace of christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. So if we react off our emotions, that anger, we're not at peace. When we're more in the spirit, right? You're at church, you're in the spirit, you're getting in tune with the spirit, you're at peace. So that's what I'm trying to basically get at. Yes, yes, most definitely. So that's definitely a very good, good way to go about thinking a bit from like a of having that Christ-like perspective instead of wanting to go towards our like fleshly human perspective. So that's definitely yeah. good insight looking into that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's something that's important as well, you know, like off of our emotions, our emotions are so powerful. It's like, it's like a weapon. Like God, when Christ tells us to uh, forgive one another, you know, and your trespasses will be forgiven. Sometimes emotions can be so strong that you can't forgive somebody, you know? Like you have to learn to let go, be be open and, and let God take over and let his spirit manifest in your life and not your emotions because your emotions could lead to something that, that'll be very bad, could be very ugly, could cause relationships end with your brothers, sisters, friends, family, whoever you're dating, and could affect your whole circle, so. Yes, amen, most definitely. It, it definitely is uh, something we definitely need to keep, keep watch on and keep ourselves in check whenever it comes to our emotions, because it definitely uh, can mess things up for sure. Like I know, uh, like even in times where we do fall, into like having emotions uh like in the past like with me like I used to bottle up everything like whenever whenever I would have emotional moments and you know I would think that like bottling it up and like not talking about it is like solving the problem and when in reality it It was definitely yes exactly it was definitely making things worse to where like months down the road like I would see that same person that may have like made me angry or yeah. something like that and out of nowhere i'd be like bust you know bust out and like out of nowhere and like some big burst of like anger i would maybe like would yell or 
and you know like i'm not like really a huge yeller but like i would have like moments of just like anger just come out and like then it would lead to like a lot of regret and a lot of guilt so yeah. it's definitely uh it's definitely good to like keep ourselves uh in check when it comes to emotions because i've definitely learned from my past that it's not smart to bottle up anything at all <laughs> i i could really i could relate to that because when i was younger i went through like a phase i didn't i couldn't tell my mom this or anything but, but like i would constantly get my heart broken at a young age and that stuff affects you 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 don't you bottle it up you don't tell anybody anything and it's like all of it, all of it bottles up and you start to feel lonely and you get angry at the same time. And you're like, just let all that anger out. And it's on people that you don't mean to let it out on, you know? Yes, exactly. You know, like, so I've been through some heartbreak as well. Like with, uh, like even my first relationship that I was in, uh, like I, I was a late dater. I didn't start dating until I was 18 and the first person that I was with, like, I really thought like this was going to be my wife because mm -hmm. like I date with the intentions of marriage. I don't date for just just for fun. I don't say, oh, just because like I don't want to be single. So uh, anyway, I was with this girl. And anyway, like a few months down the road, um, I found out that that I was being cheated on. And of course, it led to like me being really sad and upset. And it, it kind of led me to like a road of like really like acting ugly towards her, even though I know what she did was wrong, but it led me to like really like writing out text messages to her that were very ugly. Like it was almost like verbal abuse in a way. <clears throat> and it definitely uh, like looking back on it, this was like 10, 10, 11 years ago because I'm 28 now. And just looking back on it, it just, uh, it definitely made, um, like, uh, I wish I could have told myself back then, like, you know, you know, like um, you take the high road, like you could done, you definitely could have done a lot better in that area. So like, so I definitely could see how heartbreak and, you know, like that definitely is where like the challenging moments come. It can really affect you. Yes, exactly. So yeah, like I said, it's, um, it's definitely a very you know good thing that you mentioned of you know keeping you know trying to not go with that fleshly <laughs> instinct and so as i definitely appreciate you bringing that up so my mm -hmm. next question is in general whenever it comes to emotions i feel like uh men get a really bad rep like whenever it comes to opening up or being vulnerable and yeah. And like, uh, as I've mentioned probably before, like when it comes to women, I feel like they can, you know, like have a good cry and talk to like other women or even to like their spouses or to like a sibling. And, you know, they can like talk about their pain and, you know, it's kind of, you know, oh, you know, like, you know, we're here for you and stuff like that. But I feel like whenever a man does it, I feel like it seems to be looked down upon and from what I hear from most women, not all women, um, I feel like most women appreciate it when a man is like honest with himself and like cries and expresses their pain. But at the same time, there are women that um, that may not think that way. So I guess my question is um, like when it comes to men 
like talking to men about like being vulnerable or being like raw or authentic do you see this area getting better as far as men like expressing their emotions uh to their fellow like brothers in christ or do you feel like there's still work that needs to be done in this area i'll be honest um so yeah that women embrace other women and and their emotions their sentimental emotions when they're going through things and and the world of men is kind of weird because probably with your dad, you don't really discuss your emotions much. Uh, I mean, with my dad, I really, it's more with my mom. I communicated with you know, my dad. Um, so I think it is really um, a problem in the community and I, like the community between us men, because we're supposed to be called to, you know, be strong, look tough, not, you know, not, not look weak in front of other people or, you know, have moments like that but we do and you know um yeah there's some women that will embrace the man and there's some that you know they're going to want somebody who's got like in a relationship aspect there's going to be some women that will want a guy who's got everything together and it's not emo emotional and then there's going to be some that'll support it and I'll be honest with you living in the days that we're living in because everybody says we're living in the last days I think that things are progressing but progressing in a direction that's that's a, a path that's bad because you know I'll be honest with you there's there's times where like you know when I lost my friend I didn't really have emotional support from girls that are friends I had more support from my brothers more than I did from females that even went to my own church that are my age so it's kind of like you're on your own on this one buddy you know like we got to go through this on our own type so, type of thing so yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear about the loss of your friend. And I'm glad that you had, you know, that community of brothers that came together to to be there for you and to support you. So I think that's uh, one really good thing about like the Christian community. I feel I feel like men, uh, you know, are very supportive of one another. They pray for one another and encourage one another. And I don't feel like that, you know, that thing of being like, big and tough and strong like matters when when things like that happen especially so you know I definitely am glad to hear that yeah for sure because it's like you know out of church like most men you have friends but you don't sometimes you're close with some sometimes you're not close with some sometimes you may not have friends out of church or once you go to church it's a whole different thing because you got this big group of brothers it's not even not even friends at that point you guys are like family you can communicate anything with each other you know share, share your griefs with each other be there for one another pray for one another it's a whole different aspect being christian but at the same time i'll mention this as well being christian and following christ requires a lot of work and it's i'll say this it's not the easiest it's, it's very hard yes amen it, de it definitely does come with um, some challenges and struggles and lesson we definitely hear about that even in like new testament um you know like with paul you know talking about like the sufferings that we we may go through but like to be uh like joyful in our sufferings basically because we know it's going to be worth it in the end so let's you are right it definitely does come with uh with you know some challenges and struggles for sure um like for me like whenever I think of about like the question that I asked I feel like my my answer would be like both like I feel like it'd be it's like yes and no because I feel like 
with the younger generation of men, I feel like I can talk to like other men around my age. And yeah. I feel like it's like, I feel like they can relate to me. Like I, we can like have like open, honest, raw conversations. And, you know, you can, not that I've ever had like these big, like let's, you know, have a big crying moment together or nothing like that. But it's more of just like, yeah, being, yeah you know, more of just being real and being like open with one another. Whereas I feel like, like the older generation of men, I don't, I don't know what people would consider old, but I would, I would say maybe like our parents, like the, um, our parents are more in the stage of like, you know, you, the men don't cry or not at least in front of other people. Like don't, you know, you need to toughen up, you know, don't be a wimp basically. So I feel Mm. like, I feel like older, the older generation of men and the younger generation of men can learn from one another. Because at the same time, I do think that the younger generation, sometimes we are a little too much into our feelings. I feel like everything, everybody gets so offended by everything nowadays. It's like over the littlest thing. So that too, uh, the problem with men being so emotional is because um, women, you know, judge us too as well. Like it's, a lot of women have said, oh, he's too masculine, too aggressive, you know, like, it's just like, I'll say it like this, like how the church has been watered down in, in many of its teachings, it's the same aspect in, in the direct, con- in the direct area of men, like we've been watered down through the generations because we're so aggressive, you know, like, say like, how there's some men that don't go to church, how they may speak, how they may carry themselves like strong. They don't, they, they don't, they're like, you know, keep their emotions to themselves. Maybe some women want a guy that's emotionally sensitive and like they walk at this point, our generation has kind of been watered down as men, you know, we're different. Like as men, we're different from the older generation and we could bring the two together. Just like say you have an old barber, right? You go to a barber and then there's a new barber. There's, there's new tricks that an old barber could teach a new kid, and there's new tricks that a new barber could teach an old head, you know? So it's definitely something that you could learn from the the older generation because us as men, I'll be honest, we have been watered down to a point where, where it's okay for us to be more emotional these days than compared to back then. Back then, it would be more judgment from other men upon us or something, you know? Yes, most definitely. Like I definitely um, do agree that like I really think older, the older generation and younger generation. Like I feel like just because you're older doesn't mean you know it all. And I, so I definitely think that the younger gen- generation can teach the older generation, you know, about things like this, like being a little bit more open. Whereas, I, whereas, uh, like the older generation, I feel like, you know, like or could teach us you know certain things like not everything has to have like a big emotion on it and like you said like going back to like being you know having the emotion not going based off our fleshly instinct but to pursue having like a spiritual um you know emotion of the spirit you know and uh i think it's uh definitely important because i feel like even like when it comes to um like religion i feel like the older generation may view it more like may have more respect for it than like the younger younger generation so i feel like sometimes 
when we get too much in our feelings, it becomes more about ourselves than about than about the Lord or even about other people in general. So as yeah. there's definitely learning experiences from all sides. And, and yeah, and sometimes like our emotion, like say if we're preaching to somebody or we work with a coworker that's hard, but maybe God has them in his plan. And then maybe we might, might not get along with the coworker. Or we may have, we may, you know, get angry at them. Like our emotions can get in the way of somebody's salvation. Whether we believe, whether we think that way or not. And I'm saying this because I work, maybe you work with somebody. I work with somebody that sometimes, you know, they get under my skin, but I always let it go. I always forgive them. I don't hold on to anything. So it's like our emotions, we need to keep them in line because if we don't, that could cost somebody their salvation that God could have had a plan behind us for that person to be saved. Yeah, you're exactly right. Like you never know who's going to be placed in your life for what reason, everybody that comes into your life, whether it's someone that you may like or not, um, does definitely come in your life for, for a reason or a season. So it's definitely a, you know, important. You never know who you could lead to Christ and you never know, Liza, who you could even learn something from, like, as far as, like, yourself, like, you know, as taking the high road, you know, don't get too angry, don't let it all out, don't get so offended about their comment, you know, or something like that. Yeah, but, like, let things lie, you know? Yes, exactly. So, I think my next question is basically kind of, like, the same as my last question. Um, It was more of, like, asking why why do you think men in general look down on other men for being emotional or vulnerable and we kind of already answered it and i know Mm -hmm. there's many factors that go into it because it's more of an individual kind of thing because not everybody has this struggle i feel like there may be people out there that may not have this problem at all with other men Mm -hmm. so Um, like I said, I guess, you know, like even like with my experience, you know, like, uh, I know we just kind of talked about this a few minutes ago, but like, uh, like when, whenever you have a moment of like being open, like you're looked down as like weak and you're like, you're looked down as a wimp for crying. And, and I think, um, so of course I know like if something terrible, like a death or something like that happens, I think that definitely, you know, something where emotions, you know, will come out and it's like, okay to mourn and grieve for someone mm. that you lost. Like, I know even like with my dad, like I, I never in my life saw him cry until my grandmother's funeral. And yeah. uh, so like I said, I think, like I said, I think he has that kind of like tough, tough exterior of like wanting to, to have that brave face and all like that. But I feel like I'm a little wired differently. I'm not like to where I'm so offended about everything, but I think I, maybe I'm a little bit more soft whenever it comes to like watered down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Basically. Yeah, exactly. Like you just, like you mentioned earlier about, yeah, just yeah. like as we, as generations come down, it does seem like it gets, um, you know, more watered down. So yeah, mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. Yeah, like, I'll be honest with you, uh, this, me and my dad, we're so different, like, in the aspect of, like, he's so nice, my dad, but at the same time, I've never seen my dad cry, you know, or, like, complain, and, like, <laughs> our generation, sometimes we complain because, like, 
we're not used to doing something or like you know like like i'll be honest with you like as um i'm I'm friendly just not too friendly because you never know who's gonna use you and who's gonna really you know be by your side you know and that's that's at a church like not in church in church that's all family but it's just because you never you never know you know so it's like we differ in that aspect me and my dad in different ways so i definitely think that generations definitely along the line are different yes you're exactly right like it's definitely smart to know who you're opening up to as well you know and uh knowing who to trust you know like you said within church it may be a lot easier to deal with because like you said that we're all family we're all a body of christ but like outside of church it can Mm -hmm. be hard because you never know if somebody like you said is going to use you for something whether they're like constantly just like asking you for money or you never know so so i says definitely uh good to to know who you're open up to you definitely want to have a safe space as far as like men or really anybody in general but i guess just with uh talking man to man just like uh um you know men like definitely knowing the right kind of men to talk to and you know knowing their intentions are good yeah um let's see what's just the next question after this um just okay so for my next question um I was wondering with your personal experience with emotions, um, do you feel like uh, the men in your life have been more understanding and receptive of you being vulnerable and opening up to them? Or do you feel like it's more like of the women in your life that are more um, open to this? Or do you have the blessing of both sides being uh, very like understanding and receptive? So I feel like it's more the woman's side man um i've there's things that i've maybe like once or twice i maybe once my pastor about not not specifically something emotional but like you know other other issues or topics that were sort of similar and it was like i got a bland answer i didn't get an exact answer but i got like i like a bland answer like you know like you know the simple like say in your word read pray and you know we all go through that same struggle so it's like <laughs> with men, it's kind of hard to speak with, with women, they're more understanding of, Hey, you know, do this, this, and that maybe, you know, work on this area, you know, it's just way different, way different. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely uh, can agree. That's been my experience as well. Um, because I do feel like the men, it just, it does seem like you get the same answer. Just pray about it. Basically it's like, well, yeah. I mean, like, thanks. Like, I definitely will pray about it, but like, I really wanted a little bit more of an emotional oh. support. <laughs> so, um, like, for me, like, I feel like, mm, kind of like you, like, I feel like I'm a little bit, um, I'm definitely a lot closer to my mom. Like, I talked to her about a lot of, a lot of like things that I go through, whether it was like a heartbreak or whether it's, you know, just any other situation, good or bad, that I go through, like, I feel like I talk to her a lot, and I just feel like I get a lot more, uh, like, compassion from her, so it's definitely, and also, I feel like I get a a lot of really good advice from her, not pray about, I mean, not, I mean, pray about it is a good advice, but I mean, like, 
you know, I, I want to hear a little bit more, like, you know, what do you think I should do in this situation more than, you know, just, you know, a general answer. Uh, that, that I could totally agree with because there's been times where I've been through situations and I had to talk to my mom and she's like, okay. Um, like this instance, I had a issue with a, with a girl and at the, it was at the time, like a few months ago. And she was like, be careful, you know, like she told me, like, read, read your Bible, pray, you know, and stay in the word. And she would, she told, gave me other advice. I can't remember off the top of my head, but she always had like something else to give me for advice. So, Yeah, I, I definitely I've heard the phrase before that like, mothers know best. And I definitely can agree <laughs> to that because, <laughs> yeah, because it's like they know like when something's going on, like. I like I know I've had like siblings that have gone through, you know, ex-girlfriends and like my mom can know like right off the bat, like something's going on here. And they're like, no, like nothing's going on. And then months later, here they come in the house, like crying. And she's like, what's wrong? And then like her instinct was right. Whatever, whatever issue that she may have thought about them, like she has like a sixth, sick the sixth sense of uh like knowing that like they're i guess because she is a woman so like not that she would ever do the kind of wrong things that i've heard that was done to some of my siblings in the past or even to me as far as the cheating situation but i feel like she just knows how women work how women can be or even like i know men could be the same way so it just was that but i feel like i get that more uh good like advice and good ex- instincts yeah. from her <laughs> it's it's definitely like a spiritual thing like how they know because it's like when they know they know like when i was younger maybe 12 13 i was hanging out with these with these like bad group of kids my mom was always like hey stay away from them stay away from them she and she knew like exactly and like this one time um we were play fighting. It wasn't real fighting. We were just like playing around and the cops came, took us in. I didn't get in trouble at all because like the cops knew my dad and they knew that I wasn't a troublesome person. So I had, it was a whole court case involved because of it. I, they dropped it on me. I didn't, I didn't have, I wasn't, I was found not guilty. So I was innocent. I thank God for that. Um, And after that, we just stopped being friends. So like God kind of like, put them away from my life like I always seen God I don't know if you experienced it like that rejection like from people as well like God's always pushed like push people out of my life and also like I've been rejected in a lot of different areas but when you're called by God you realize that you get rejected in many different areas of when you friendships maybe sports teams maybe girlfriends stuff like that like you'll get a lot of re- so something you know yeah yeah i've definitely have been through that stage you know throughout like even up to today like i've been through the state of like being rejected whether it's by somebody whether uh the friendship peacefully died you know mm-hmm. through, after years of being friends with somebody and yeah. you know like a good way to look at it is like you know as a basically a rejection is a really good way of like god's protection it's like he is almost like he's helping you dodge that bullet because maybe if you were still friends with those people, whether you were still uh, attracted to this girl that like you wanted to be with, like you could have gone down a whole different path. So I definitely think that, uh, you know, that's a rejection 
as hard as, as it is in the moment, it's definitely good in the in the end of it all. Yeah, that that I'll agree with because there's many times where your life path could have changed because of one simple person. Be, because of one oh because of one simple person, your life path could have changed, you know? Like you could have ended up in jail hanging out with that kid. Or if you were with that kid, maybe you never would have made it to church. You know, there's many different factors that play into it. And also I want to get into it. When I was younger as well, I started dating I started dating and talking to a woman younger than you. And like that had an emotional impact on me where kind of like emotionally I'm messed up and I'm still learning to maneuver and work on my emotional side because I've talked to many girls and it's you know, it's done this emotional toll on me. So definitely me working on being in the spirit that's that's obviously going to take a lot of prayer reading and fasting and fasting like like you read the bible fasting and stuff like that it breaks chains prayer breaks chains the devil hates when you fast you read your bible and you pray because the three things that that you that will bring you closer to christ and also he hates when you even open the bible he hates the word of god and when as, as soon as you accept christ as your lord and savior you're going to have battles that you won't even imagine you're gonna have especially if you're gifted or not gifted you're gonna have crazy battles because as soon as you declare christ as your savior you declare war on the enemy you declare war on satan himself and satan's gonna try to take your light out take your candle out take your the oil out of your lamp so that he drains you and that you have no power but we do have power in christ who lives so yes amen to that come on preach i, I didn't expect a preaching tonight i love it because it's definitely important it's uh you know like mm -hmm. you said that satan will find any way to bring you down and that's where that's where i guess like kind of the flesh you know the fleshly emotions come in he'll start putting things in your head and then you start feeling these things and and sometimes like so that our feelings can lead us to trouble it can lead us to assuming things that are not there it can you know lead us to as a definitely for me, like I said, I've, like I mentioned earlier, my past has led to a lot of regrets, a lot of guilt. And even to this day, you know, like I hate that I even said, you know, a lot, you know, some of the things that I said back when I was 18, 19, 20 years old. And, you know, like I said, it's definitely, uh, like I said, Satan definitely is, he thinks he's winning the battle, but he is going to find out that he is going to lose here at the end. He already knows he's going to lose. He just doesn't know when. So, like I said, it's definitely, you know, uh, you know, definitely a good way. Like I said, just spiritually, you know, keeping our minds in check, protecting our hearts, and you know, just uh, definitely, you know keeping in the word because like that is going to continue to strengthen us because like you said as soon as we say that we are we mm -hmm. accept jesus in our hearts he's he's ready to come after us because he knows that like um uh, wasn't he even did that with jesus like he tried tempting yep. him for 40 days and unless and jesus was like nope like this is not gonna happen like mm -hmm. you know like satan would be like you know you could do this over here and he's like mm -mm. like nope you know, be gone, basically be gone, Satan. So, so that's just all we have to keep telling ourselves is that uh, we know that a lot of these like bad emotions come from the devil himself. So we definitely want to overcome that. He said, yeah, Jesus said, the devil, I mean, said to Jesus, 
turn this bread, turn this stone into bread, tempting him. Oh, I think that was the first time or the second time. I'm not sure how many. I don't remember exactly how many times he tempted it, but I can remember them. So some of them. So our, the other one was uh, he showed him the kingdoms of the world and said, I'll give this all these to you if you bow down to me. Because the thing is, what Satan wants from God is the worship from everybody. He wants worship. That's what he wants. He wants to feel what God feels, you know. And God, God is the creator. God's the final and the beginning word. He's the one who decides everything. And Satan wants that worship, but he can't get it. And that's why he tempted Jesus with the kingdoms. Because he saw them and all their glory and what they would become and all these things that would happen there. And and Jesus said no. And he, he, what he say to him? He said, get away from me, Satan. You know, he said, and the other the other part where he tempted him was he said, uh, uh, drop from this um this mountain, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, your angels will take charge of you and will grab you. And and he said, No, he literally gave him attitude he spoke with that authority that uh, us as followers when we when we preach or we try to cast out demons in jesus name we have to speak with authority because when we speak with authority they get out it's like say you're getting bullied right or um somebody's bothering your brother or your sister when you speak with authority somebody's going to know you're angry somebody's going to know that you're serious and they're going to leave there or or if you're in, in a position where you're where you're threatened you know they're going to back off. It's the same thing with the spiritual world. I'll tell you this because I could see uh, when, when I was closer to God and I was spiritually in, like I was in the spirit, I could see like I would look in people's eyes and I would literally see demons. Like if they were like they had demons, I could see stuff like that. And this world is more spiritual than you think. If people were more, more were into fasting more, Maybe they would see the same things I do. Maybe they would see other things. There's other people that have gifts of God, but they just need to activate it. To activate it, you got to fast and pray because us and our body, when we're feeding ourselves, we're feeding our flesh, not our spirit. Our spirit, we fill with the word and with fasting. So that's the word that I wanted to give. So. Yes, thank you for sharing that. Because like, I know, uh, like I know you just mentioned about like, uh, like demons and like seeing like you can just see it in like someone's eyes and stuff like that and I feel like even like with me like I know I didn't really get into the word as much until like COVID hit so like I did like a lot of self-reflection then and I got a lot more into the word and and anyway like I, I've only felt like I've seen like I feel like one time I did see like a like just darkness in somebody's eyes like they were so mad but like all I saw was like pure darkness and and it it did uh make me think that it was like a demon and so it I feel like I can I can relate to that in a way like it's only happened that one time to me hasn't happened since then but uh but I just thought I'd mention that because I, I was just thinking in a way I could like relate to that but uh but like uh another like quick thing that I wanted to mention as far as like women or men like as far as in my life that have been like uh receptive of me being emotional I do actually have men that are not not every man but like I do have a few guys in my life that I feel like I can open up to like I have um, one older brother, like I actually have eight brothers, but, uh, but I have one older brother that, uh, 
like whenever we go on like vacations or trips and like usually we're like paired up together in like hotel rooms yeah. and we're both single we're both like older like this this brother of mine he's in his 40s and I'm in you know I'm 28 and anyway like we both like have these like desires to to have a wife to have children and like we'll kind of like open up to one another about that so like I do have moments where I do talk to other men in my life but for the most part I do want to say it is more of the women that are a lot more um comforting and a lot more like compassionate in my life so so I didn't want to like discredit the men in my life but I did want to uh, point that out right quick <laughs> that, that's that's a good point you have because I there's men around me but I don't really have that same you know communication that you may have and um another thing is you said you, know, you were talking about your older brother he's in his 40s and um you know you guys are talking about you guys want wives and you guys want to get probably want to get married have kids you know live live life how it's supposed to be with you know a christian family growing up raising your kids with god and god centered in your relationship but in today's day as well in our generation another problem is is people don't know how to love anymore people have lost the intentions of the right intentions you know you got app you got socialization first of all is a dying is a dying breed it's a dying thing now because with social media you got instagram facebook twitter snapchat you got tinder you got upward you got these all these apps and when we're in public I'll, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you it's hard for me to even communicate with people because i get nervous i get shy because you see how people are these days they're so unloving or they're like rude or just disrespectful you don't want to go up to it makes you not want to go up to people because it's like am I going to get rejected? Are they going to like, you know, say something that's going to hurt me or, you know, you got to be precautious because our generation is just so very blunt, very disrespectful. It can be very rude. It can be a hard world to find love in because people always also, you got social media, they got options, you know, and it's, it's like the grass, you think the grass is greener on the other side, but it isn't, you know, like a, a person may want somebody who's six feet tall, has abs, looks like this, has curly hair, and that person may treat them horrible or, or in a way that's not meant for any human to be treated. You know, we see these cases where women get abused by their husbands, maybe boyfriends, maybe their 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 child's father. And then sometimes what, what happened to a woman in New York a few years ago? She she got she got killed by her own um the the child the father of her child. The cops went past that house a few times and never nothing so this world is just starting to become a place where it's becoming unbearable to live in you got wars you got people that are losing love for each other you got hot shootings in hospitals schools where there's little kids like come on this world is just losing it so we're living in a place where it's hard to find love where there's very 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 little of it left yeah i definitely agree with you hate is definitely uh, becoming like a big like trend in this world like even like not only with like our actions like towards one another but like mm -hmm. like uh like physical actions but more of like even social media actions like people like love to to go right on somebody's photo and like post very like mean comments for someone so like I said like you said love is definitely going downhill and like even in relationships it's 
love is definitely like not the most important thing to people anymore it's more about the lust it's more about like the looks of somebody like oh i don't care if this i don't care if this guy treats me like crap he's hot you know or something like that or i don't care if this this girl you know treats me like scum like i'm I want to be with her, but she's like the the hottest person in town. She's like the most beautiful person I've ever seen. So Liza, I feel like people just look on the outside and nowadays like nobody cares about really getting to know anybody for like the right reasons anymore. So like I said, and even like with these uh, crimes, you know, even with the, the shooting that happened in Texas here last week and just, uh, or even like these people that murdered their own wives and children or people, you know, like we, like you mentioned that abuse their, uh, you know, their girlfriends, their wives, their, or even in, in like with women, they abuse some women abuse their husbands or boyfriends. So it's uh, Amber Heard. Bad. Yep. Come on. <laughs> Come on now. I was pretty glad to say Johnny did. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Johnny. Yep. <laughs> so i out of that we were me and my family were like staying uh staying like up to date on that and when we heard that like johnny depp got this we're like yes and then like she's trying to twist it into like oh this is like um this is like bad for like women that are being abused it's like man please like but we I, can see I, right through your lies <laughs> the thing that women get abused too but like i feel like because we're so strong like how we're talking about now emotions and everything how we're supposed to have this strong image and everything that women have it easier and, and us men especially in court we get blamed for most of the things because we're supposed to be the strong big guy you know men go through abuse too men men go through abuse men get used for money men get hurt too and like nobody nobody grasps that nobody takes another look at it and says hey wait wait a minute there's no double standards here it's just it's just one side gets the the main main priority the main you know i'm trying to find the word i can't even find the words for it it's like yeah look at one side and favor one side other than the other one there should be double standards because men get hurt men get raised men get there's just a lot of things man a lot so, yeah yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely men get put in the same exact situations as women. But like you said, it does, like even in the court system, it may be looked at differently just because the men have like that, I guess, according to society has the, you know, we're strong and, you know, we're, we're tough. And like, that means that like, we're the only ones that do the wrong as far as like physical, like kind of uh, actions that we take on somebody. So it's definitely a, it could be an unfair game out there sometimes because like not everybody gives not everybody gives the man a chance. So that's why I was kind of glad to see the whole thing with Johnny Depp being uh you know not guilty in that area because like I feel like I could see through uh like the whole Amber Heard and all of her like allegations and all of her accusations and it was yeah. a it was a mess. <laughs> You look at recent pictures with her in the past with Elon Musk. There was one picture with her and him. He had a red eye. His eye was like it looked like he got punched in the eye. Yep. Yeah, I did see that one. So it's like, come on, like you're just digging yourself a grave. You're digging deeper here. Just like accept it. <laughs> so. Yeah. And 
that's that's the thing too. Like Johnny Depp, although he has cocaine problems, as we know the case he spoke about, did he do cocaine with Mr. Depp? Yes. Although he does cocaine, I cannot judge him because I'm not God. But I will say that I hope that God has mercy on him and that God God gives him a chance and God tries to speak to him because as we could see throughout his whole entire career, Johnny Depp just been the most down to earth nicest guy. Never have you ever, like you've heard accusations, but you don't really see it. Like, oh, Johnny Depp did this, treated his fans bad, spit on his fans, beat on his fans, or was rude to the paparazzi. I cannot recall one thing about him beating a paparazzi or anything. Yeah, me either. So, I was definitely, you know, glad just from even knowing, you know, like you said, his past, like not really hearing nothing like this and like all of a sudden this coming out of nowhere and like they're in court all of a sudden over something like this it was definitely uh definitely uh was a curveball for me it was definitely a surprise to hear like you know what on earth are they putting him on trial for like what is going on so i was hopefully something like that uh, hopefully it's been resolved and but i mean i heard here that she is uh appealing or whatever so it's like good luck with that <laughs> yeah that's going to be interesting. Yeah. So before we end this podcast, I actually do have one more question. So mm-hmm. um, I know we both are lucky enough to say that we have family members like our moms that we feel like we can open up to and be vulnerable and, um, you know, or be in raw of our emotions. But for for someone that may not have family or friends or maybe not friends, let me take friends out of the question. If we don't have family or someone that you live with as someone that you feel like you are safe enough to open up to, um, well, I know I know one obvious answer, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Besides mm-hmm. <laughs> besides your family, who else should you go to for your problems or who should you go to for like expressing your emotions to? So one is if you don't have that emotional support, go to the man upstairs. <laughs> and after that, God always comes first before anything. God goes family, God for school, work, all that other stuff. Cause without God, you wouldn't be where you are today. And also after you go to God, if God tells you, you know, if God speaks to you, it may be through the Bible, maybe through a dream, maybe through whatever. God will help you. God is always there. Although you cannot physically see God, he is still there. Whether Amen. you feel it or not, there's been times I've seen God move in my life and in many different areas when I didn't think that he was there. And if you don't have, you know, say if you don't have that, support from your family you could go to a friend or if you don't have that emotional support at home i would recommend going to a church that's trustworthy that preaches the word make sure you read the bible know exactly what they're talking about be aligned with it be know your verses so if they say something wrong too you want to go to a church that's informed and not preaching the wrong thing you know what i'm saying so go to a church where you feel at home where you feel comfortable you feel that love and where you could talk to a pastor maybe you know Talk to somebody around your age that may relate to what you're going through. Like like us, for example, you, Nate, I, Jakeem, Jonathan, we, we sometimes we relate through things, you know, when we go through uh, mourning with deaths that happen, we mourn with each other because we're all that we've got. We're like 
not not as not as famous as these guys we're not the 12 disciples but we're like the 12 disciples in the sense that we're all brothers and we're all going to have each other until the day we're all gone and go into the eternal place so it's all we have god yes amen to that i i knew that was going to be the obvious answer because we know that like god is our comforter and he will he goes before us and he's always going to be with us. So definitely, if you do not have a family, like if you don't feel like your family members are like is like a safe haven for you to go to, definitely go to God. And but if you want somebody else to like physically talk to, um, like Anthony said, I think a good uh, good people to go to is like a friend, you know, like so maybe someone around your age that you can relate to uh, somebody like you can go to church. You like if you go to church, you can talk to your pastor, to your youth pastor, to, you know, somebody in the church that you can trust and that you feel like you can open up to. Um, if you go to school, um, like you can talk to your guidance counselor, you can talk to a teacher that you may feel close to or you could even talk to your principal, you know, like if you feel like you have that kind of connection or if you feel like your principal is a very like compassionate person. So I feel like there's definitely a bunch of different areas where you can find ways to open up or or even if you are like someone that wants to go to like a therapist or counseling personally, I, I don't like I'm not really down that route. But um, but if you are, you know, like a, a therapist or a counselor, maybe someone good that you may want to go talk to that doesn't even, that doesn't know who you are, but like can, you know, help you through those kind of things as they get to know you and, you know, and all that. So I feel like there's definitely a lot of good options out there. Yeah, for sure. Me personally, I, I wouldn't go to a therapist either. But yeah, definitely like i'll go to god first maybe and my brothers and maybe maybe some people in my church or you know yeah i'll, I'll probably go to god in church first out of church and since they're not really much in the spiritual side i mean i don't know if i would seek it out of the church but definitely i would seek it in church as well yes most definitely i feel like that's definitely a, a good a good route to go down for sure so because yeah. we know it only God can truly like change your heart and like salt and you know make things better. Like I've even had moments like even here in my bed, like in my bedroom, in my bed, like mm. where like I'll have some troubling times and and I may just like pray to God for like comfort and peace. And I promise you, I've had moments where like it immediately like it just goes away. Like I've had immediate comfort. Like I may be having trouble sleeping. And not really asking for God to put me to sleep, but like more of like, you know, all these like thoughts going through my head and just, yeah. you know, like, you know, asking God for peace, like with whatever is going through my head and maybe something that's bothering me. So, you know, and like this seems like it happens out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden I open my eyes and I'm like, oh, it's the next day. So it's just uh, I've, I've just even in those little moments, I've seen God you know, like, and you answer prayers. So he's definitely someone that continues to answer prayers and will always answer prayers. Amen. So I think that is a good way to end this podcast episode on emotions. But before we end, do you have any final thoughts? Um, final thoughts. 
guys, stay in tune with your word. Pray, read, go out and preach to a friend, sister, your brother, your father, mother, anybody, your whole family, maybe the homeless guy on the street that people have walked past a hundred times and never talked to. Definitely get out there, pray fast and get close to God because right now the world is in desperate need of God. And right now we're living in the last days. Absolutely. Yeah, we are one day closer to his return because like we could definitely see within this world it is dark and and we know yeah, we know that it's uh it's coming. So it's definitely something exciting to look for. So you know, like so when it comes to um lots of these dark times, you may have you may get really um emotional thinking about it, or you may be uh, just sadden your heart broken over it, or you may be angry about it. Just, um, just go to God. That's definitely, uh, you know, go to God. He definitely listens. Um, you know, when you come to him with, uh, you know, open heart and, and of course, if you, uh, you know, believe in him and, you know, and, and if you don't, I recommend God for you because, uh, he has definitely changed our lives for the better. And, you know, so this is, uh, you know, as we get older, we grow and we learn. And, you know, even with even with tonight, uh, today, I've learned um, a lot just even about emotions and like, um, you know, how to to deal with them and how to keep them in check. So that is going to be it, everybody. I want to thank my friend Anthony again for being on here. And I hope that everybody enjoyed this video. And so if you did, I hope that you will like my video on my YouTube page, Not Your Average Joel, as well as my Facebook page. And I will hear from y'all later. Bye. Hey guys. Thank you, everybody, that took the time to listen to this episode of Not Your Average Joel. Your support means so much to me, whether you were listening to this episode from Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify, as well as my YouTube channel. If you want to see some behind-the-scenes standout moments and funny moments from my episodes, please go to my Instagram page at Not Your Average Joel Podcast. I also have a TikTok account where I post clips from my episodes as well at Not Your Average Joel Podcast. If you are watching this episode from YouTube, please be sure to give me a thumbs up. And if you want to see more of my upcoming episodes, then please subscribe to my channel and turn on the bell notifications so that you will be notified whenever a new episode comes out. Once again, I appreciate all your support and I look forward to sharing more about these topics with you on the next episode of Not Your Average Joel. Goodbye. <laughs>